Welcome back to the Politically Incorrect Gaming Podcast. I don't like doing intros like that. It sounds real. It sounds robotic. It sounds dumb. Whatever. Welcome back to the second episode of the Unannounced Return. Hey, Q. What's up, Oreo? So this is this is episode forty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> you confused me when you started with the four because I uh, I'm thinking it's episode two. Yeah, no, it's forty-seven, four, 47. bro. Yeah, that's right. Forty-seven. I mean. I think something like that. It's up there. <laughs> There's no audio re- recording evidence for us to say what it is. So we this could be 97, 21, 147, two, no, <laughs> yeah, 147. No, by my best guesstimate, this is uh, number 47. Yeah, it's around there somewhere. I mean, we might be off an episode or two, but we, we really did that many episodes. I mean, I guess we say that many, but you you talk about like, I don't know. You talk about Rent and Link YouTube videos, they're past 1500. You talk about Rooster Teeth on like almost 600 episodes. So I guess, I guess it's not that much. Well, you know, but still, it's, we've we've been doing this for a, a hot minute. Yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, so we're we're still before E3. I don't know when you were, uh, whoever is listening, when you are listening to this. Uh, we haven't really announced it, but mostly because we're not even up on iTunes. I know Craig's been working on it, trying uh-huh. to get her up, you know. Yeah. So shout out to Craig. Craig Last gets me up. Last sounded good. Yeah, he gets me up all the time. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's see. Man, we got so much stuff. I, I, I mean, you know how it is leading up to E3. All the leaks start coming out. I mean, accidental or on purpose. I don't know. I'm pretty sure they're on purpose the way that it happens. But what do I know? Um, what do you know? I nothing. <laughs> Man, where you do know, we start? You know nothing, Oreo. I guess. Should we start with, let's see. The most, should we start with what's the most drama? Or should we start with what's costing the most money? <laughs> well it really almost sounds like the same at this point doesn't it oh pretty true well we'll start with what's costing the most money which is an unknown amount right now but uh i don't know if you've heard since they just announced it yesterday uh sony uh just opened a studio playstation uh productions which is oh, pretty yeah, straightforward yeah. of what it is uh <laughs> Basically, uh, movies and TV uh, adaptations of their their games, I guess, or their their IPs, their everything they own. I mean, all all the good stuff. Yeah, no, I'm literally like scrolling on my phone, looking. I was like, I was like, I hadn't really paid that much attention to this, so maybe I should like uh, educate myself while we do a uh, do a show. Yeah, that's how we do it. We look it up as we go. But yeah, the uh, the first, at least from what I've heard through rumors, I haven't heard an official announcement from them. 
Uh, but the rumor right now is the first project they're working on is a twisted metal TV series. You know, the freaking badass twisted Me- man. We might have people that don't even know what twisted metal is listening to this. At this stage of the game, goddamn, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I think so because but Twisted Metal, that was, I mean, that's that's, that's way back. Yeah, that's way back. That's like late nineties, early two thousands, like maybe ninety nine, two thousand one, something like that. Yeah, for the original, the last yeah. Twisted Metal. Let's look. Two thousand twelve was the last Twisted Metal game that came out. I only played um, uh, two. I think was the only one I ever played. I played but, one, two, three, and four. And then I didn't, I don't think I've played any since then, but I love that game. It's basically you drive around, shoot them up and kill people. But the main like star of the game is the evil clown ice cream truck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That was, that. that's what got me into it for, uh, uh, for Twisted Metal 2. Yeah. So I don't know how you turn that into a TV show. Uh, I guess hopefully they're smarter than I am, but I, I don't know. I'm not imaginative, I guess. I don't understand how that's a TV show, but there you go. I mean, they have a ton of they have a ton of IPs and a ton of stuff they could work with though that Sony owns outright. Yeah, if you go if you go to Google right now and you Google E3 2019 leaks PlayStation, the very first thing that pops up is someone may have just leaked all of Microsoft plans for E3 2019. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> How is that the top the, the top search for PlayStation? But yeah, uh, apparently some... going to be at E3. Yeah, Sony pulled out of E3, so I guess there is there are no leaks for them. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> true. Yeah, good. But yeah, goddamn, there's some shit going down for Microsoft though. We're gonna get a Battletoads yeah, up, um, reboot. There's all all right. kinds of leaks. Yeah, there, I've seen all kinds of fake leaks for Nintendo coming out too. Uh, that I mean, clearly the one of them I saw said something about Fortnite two, Fortnite three, and fourth night. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. It's like, all right, that that's clearly fake. Okay, there's not going to be a fourth night. I mean, anything for likes. <laughs> yeah, all all kinds of stuff. I mean, man, we could. We might as well start talking about. Uh, well, let's let's stay on Sony for a sec because they're not going to be at E3. Uh, another thing that I saw leaked out of them, they've started showing uh, review footage for the PS5 is what I'm pretty sure it's going to be called. But if you Google that to PS5, there's some videos coming out today of playing the new Spider-Man game. And they compared like a side-by-side video of the PS4 playing it and the PS5 how the load times and the rendering of it is just so much faster and better. I mean, obviously, I mean, that's a stupid tech demo. It's newer, faster tech. I mean, what do you think it's going to do? Yeah, it says here that it's going to be eight times faster than the PlayStation 4 Pro. But, I mean, you'd kind of expect yeah. it to be. Moore's Law kind of dictates that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't have guessed it would be eight times. I'd guess right. at least five, but it's, it's just a random number at that point. It, it's going to be faster, stronger, better. You know, you know how it goes. But uh, yeah, there's a little leak uh, out of one of their press conferences they did today. I mean, and they've been doing a bunch leading up to it, and they're doing a bunch after E3. But yeah, they're not going to be at E3 in any capacity. At least Sony, they'll have they'll be PlayStation games and other stuff at E3. Just not Sony won't have. You know how they normally have 
you know, this day is Sony day and this day is Microsoft day and this day right. is Nintendo day, this day's EA, this, you know, Sony doesn't have a day. So. They're taking this whole abortion ban a lot further. I mean, they're just pulling out altogether, right? <laughs> yeah, they went crazy with it. Yeah, they're just splattering it straight to the sock. They're not even going for the fucking face. <laughs> we'll still see some games, though. I'm sure there will be. I wouldn't be surprised if la- uh, last, Last of Us uh, 2 is shown at E3 in some capacity because there's God, no other studios showing stuff. It looks really good, but yeah, I just want to play the first one. I've, I've, I don't, I don't have a PlayStation, so I can't play the first one. And that's that's, the... that's one that'll be cool when it's actually a TV or a movie. That, that oh my god, yeah, would be amazing. I mean, I don't know why they're starting with Twisted Metal, but whatever. I mean, I I assume what happened with all the success going on of all these other video games and and success of Disney and Marvel doing superheroes and all this. Uh, this type of entertainment. I feel like somebody went to Sony was like, Hey, yo, like, uh, God of War's doing pretty good. You guys trying to sell us the rights to that? Or I feel like like they were like, no, no, we do. We do ourselves. (laughs) And they just decided, let's just open a studio. What should we do first? What's our oldest, most successful IP? Like, and someone's like, well, we haven't done anything. Twisted metal in a minute. Okay. Twisted metal. Done. This is our flagship IP right here. You know, right here. Microsoft has, you know, what's essentially Halo 6. And what do we have? Twisted Metal 6. And Twisted like, Metal TV like, series. Hey, what? <laughs> Coming to Showtime. I wonder if they'll do their own streaming thing through the PlayStation to watch their stuff. <laughs> See, that would be really funny. That, that, would be, that would be an awesome fuck you. I wouldn't be surprised because that it's getting excessive how many streaming services there are now that there's Disney and there's Hulu, which is the same thing because Disney owns Hulu. There's there's Netflix. There's freaking what else is there? <laughs> there's a bunch of them. NBC and ABC announced they're doing some either later this year or next year. Like everyone, everyone. I don't know. It's the new hot thing. We're getting something. We're getting something from Microsoft called Xbox Scarlet. You seen anything on this? Scarlet. Yeah, uh, it looks is like it might have something the... something to do with their cloud service. Uh uh-uh. Is that the? Uh... Yeah, looks like it could be the new console. It could be. They always use code word names like that, Scarlet and Scorpio. Scarlet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the Project Scorpio. Scarlet code name. What do you think? Are they going to show next-gen consoles at E3? Anybody? I mean, Sony won't, but anybody else? <laughs> well, I think Microsoft will show something. If they don't show, if they don't show the actual hardware, I, I I would be really surprised if we don't see something software rise. So software wise, excuse me. Yeah, I'll get a software rise if they show something. Oh God, I wish. <laughs> um. But I mean, really, honestly, what else is there for them to show? I mean, yeah. How, I mean, right. it's you know they they can be they can be touting all of their like look what our studios are doing, look what our developers are doing. But you know, what is Microsoft yeah. doing? You I know? don't see them showing. They just barely revealed the discless. It's still hard to say that discless. 
the Dickless uh, Xbox. They just barely revealed and started selling that thing. Why would they already jump from that immediately to the new? I don't. I don't think they'll show anything. I'm still thinking 2020 is going to be the year for next gen. I mean, we'll see if I'm eating my words here in two weeks, but I still think, I think 2020 is when we we'll see stuff. I think we'll see software uh, based on 5G because that's that is all the like the technology hype right now is where you know, everybody's talking about what 5G is, and I really think. Yeah, I think we're going to see something software five G related because yeah. the five the five G hardware is just now being rolled down. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they show something like that uh, with like an integration to uh, the Xbox and Windows and this and that mm-hmm. an app and like because they've always tried to do the Xbox Smart Glass and the this and the that and try to make Xbox be an all around thing. And now that they're finally coming around to oh every game we're going to release as a studio will be on Xbox and PC. At this stage of the game, why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, uh, everything, I mean, it's essentially the same. It's just, you know, different hardware. The software is essentially well, the how same. Long have they said, yeah. Well, how long have they said they, we don't make money on hardware. Shit. Bull fucking shit. Otherwise you wouldn't be saying you wouldn't be selling it. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't make money on hardware, why do you have 15 different versions of the fucking Xbox? <clears throat> because you make money on the hardware. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just stupid. There's no, they know that. Yeah, no, that's just don't even. Let's see. Let's... Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're looking 2020 for that kind of stuff. Which I mean, there might be a small tease, but I think you're right. I think it's mostly software and new tech, not new yeah. hardware. Right. Uh, I'm sure they'll show games, a few games. I don't think, I don't know. I feel like it's been a slow couple years for Xbox. I don't, I don't see, I mean, maybe they'll come out of left field with something. I don't, I haven't heard too much about any big games coming down the pipeline this year. So I don't know what they're showing. Uh, you know, coming from, I'm, I'm thumbing through uh, inverse.com saying that solid state drives will replace the old Xbox hard disk drives and proving much faster memory fetching and storage. Ray tracing is a graphical rendering technique that will make games rendered on the console much more lifelike. The company is still thought to be cooking up two variants of its next-gen consoles, codenamed Xbox Anaconda and Xbox Lockhart. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, they're saying that Anaconda is planned to expected to go toe-to-toe with PlayStation 5. 10.7 teraflops. <laughs> that's insane when you really think about it in the grander scheme of things. Like that's, let's see, a, terafl- a teraflop is what, yeah, is, isn't that, that's 1,024 terabytes? Isn't that what that is? So, I mean, uh, it's, it's 1.21 gigawatts is what it uh, is. All right, you know, eat a little column A, a little column B, <laughs> you know, whatever. But yeah, it looks like they're saying they're going to have, um, they're going to have their keynote on June the 10th and they're going to be hinting about what the GPUs yeah, will be capable of. Um, yeah. 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 They're doing, they're focused on uh, ray tracing and like lighting is everything. Like, I don't know if you've seen screenshots from uh, like Minecraft mods. Yeah, oh, yes. Ray tracing, but that yeah, the- alone, just fixing the lighting makes it look incredibly realistic. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it. It really got me that they could take and make you know uh, 
this block, this eight bit block rendering. And then just by changing the way the light works and makes it look super realistic. And it's like, fuck, it's pretty, but you know, I have a soft spot for, uh, for Minecraft anyway. I've loved Minecraft since the beginning. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of the, uh, I think it's the most sold game ever now. I don't think it's the highest grossing, but I'm pretty sure it's the most sold of all time. Minecraft. Uh, I, I could see that 176 million or some crazy number like that. Yeah, I could see that because I've I've known I've known parents that talked about their kids coming home from school and they had played Minecraft while teachers were were using Minecraft as kind of like to explain architecture and construction. Like when you're able to yeah, take a video game forever and it's on everything. Yeah, it's, it's, you can fucking play it on your refrigerator if you've got one of the smart refrigerators. It's ridiculous. Yeah, five days ago, at the time of this recording, again, don't know when Craig's getting this on iTunes, but they sold, yeah, 176 million copies of Minecraft. It's the number one selling, not the highest grossing. Highest grossing of all times, Grand Theft Auto V, <laughs> by a long ways. Now, see, is that is that highest grossing based on the purchases of the video game, or is that based on the amount of money that I've spent paying for fucking ammo and weapons in that game? that exactly it's total okay. revenue brought it's total, in okay total revenue then fuck yeah yeah you know all but of you us gotta t- think about oh. it too how how long is i mean minecraft's been around forever and is on everything but so is gta 5 gta 5 was released on the 360 we yeah. still have it today yeah and it's still and it's still just as fun as it was released day one like if, yeah. if not more so uh, yeah, it, but, GTA Five is not just the highest-grossing video game; it's the highest-grossing entertainment product of all time. I hope the rumors are true, and sometime by the end of the year, we're going to get a sneak peek at GTA Six. Because, I because I've read I've read some shit on Rockstar about how they're they're not only planning on like dropping some leaks or dropping or dropping some leaks, whatever you want to call it, you know, dropping some information on. Uh, GTA Six that we you know both San Andreas and Vice City and Liberty City will all be included in GTA Six. Oh, like a just massive open that, world, I, crazy. I, I I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I guess we could assume so. It. You know, because essentially, it. you know, San Andreas was already included in uh, in um, GTA well, how Five. How much design time does that save too? You just have to take the same layout and just redesign it and, and fix it a little bit instead of come up with a whole new city. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be, be smart, a, actually. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, given given how far in you know how far in in the in the canon world of of vice of of uh, GTA, you know, Liberty City was essentially New York City. Um, vice City was Miami. Then you had Los Santos is Los Angeles. You know, so I mean, you literally have three three sections of the United States that are could not be furthest apart from each other. How are you going to incorporate those into one city? Yeah, all into one. Know? But then again, I mean, this is their world. Well, they, they could just you have they could just turn five goes from like a desert town that looks nothing like the city, and then a, a, a yeah. little bit later, you're in the city. I mean, right? And I mean, yeah. I mean, there's there's nothing to say that just because those just because those fictional cities are based on those real cities doesn't mean that they have to be as far separated as they are in real life, you know. But on the other hand, you know, that's the one rumor that I've heard. The one thing I want to hear is I would love to see or or hear about 
a Grand Theft Auto, a Grand Theft Auto in you know that's a spinoff of London or a spinoff of France, you know, or or, or yeah, they go, could go. even have it all separate cities and where there's just a way that you travel to the other cities instead yeah. of having it. But I, that's never been the GTA way. But you never know; yeah. they could mix it up. I mean, like I said, the GTA way just... has been it blocks like certain areas of the map off and you kind of unlock it and then you get to it, but it's all one big ass map. But I mean, you never know. Well, like I said, it doesn't have to be separated. I mean, there's, there's nothing to say that these three areas can't be a part of a larger map yeah, that is a- just, you know, one or two, one or two major roads. Cause when you think about the difficulty is say you wanted to get from the, you know, the Los the, the Los Santos airport all the way up to the Northern side of the map. I mean, there's really only one major route to get up there. I mean, you can go all these other ways or whatever, but I mean, the easiest way to go is to go up the go up the highway and boom, you're there. So, I mean, nothing's to say that they couldn't take that further, maybe build a bridge, because I mean, we know that the city of Los Santos is on an island, a, a large island, but it's on an island. Yeah. You know, nothing say that you can't build one bridge to go to well, not to Vice City and one bridge to go to Liberty City. You know. Yeah. And not I mean, to we say that they couldn't just make a massive fucking map. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, like, like Skyrim had so many different areas, and you could literally walk from one to the other. There, there weren't empty spaces in between. You could fast travel from one to the other. But I mean, if they're shooting for next gen hardware, come lay down, Bailey. I assume they are. Come. I don't know. Maybe come. not. Maybe, maybe they'll do exactly what they did with GTA Five because GTA Five released 2013. It was one of the last, you know, big releases on the 360, and then they just re-released on the new hardware. So they could release, you know, end of this year, or early next year. I mean, we could even see GTA 6. That would be amazing. See something about GTA 6 at E3. Oh yeah. And they say Bailey, holiday 2019, or, or they say Bailey lay down, or, <laughs> or like early 2020. I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to do something like that. Release it at the tail end that that i mean that's the winning model that made them over six i think they're like six and a half billion now that they made off gta 5 like it like a few marvels money's worth (laughs) oh yeah and well and a huge a huge portion of that is uh my doing and and a few of my close friends is doing and one of them deciding as soon as the yacht dropped he's like i've got to have the yacht and i'm like it's like a million dollars. No problem. Well, that's that's a hundred dollars in shark cards. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, don't, no problem. Drop it. I mean, well, and you're six years out from the initial release, and they just when did when did RP mode come out? Didn't that just mm, come out a few months ago? Yeah, I was. I, I thought it was like right around the beginning of the year, like February. Yeah, March, like, something like you're that. Six years after the development, and you're still having huge updates that are still bringing in new players and all that revenue like yeah and well and that's because yeah they they, they're they 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 they've done microtransactions the way microtransactions should be done not buying Mm -hmm. fucking skins not buying weapons not play to win uh but you know you're buying money to spend on whatever you want yeah buying cool shit you know. Yeah, the cool shit you want though, and then they just release a billion things: cars, planes, boats, fucking skins, lights, houses. Oh. Fucking. <laughs> That's just uh, there, man. There for a while, I was deep into fucking GTA. 
and oh, I still I I was in it for a long time too. The problem was uh, I still don't think I no I do have it I do have it now I lied I do have it on Xbox One now I have it on 360 Xbox One and PC. The problem one for a long time, and there weren't that many people that played it on PC with me, so I kind of fell off. I do have it on Xbox One. Now, we should though. totally get together. Yeah, we need to play it. We should totally get together and do, yeah, do something on because I've got, I've got all the way up to the arms dealing. Can you finally, uh, stuff. link your accounts. I honestly have no idea. When <laughs> when the when the Xbox One came out, I completely and totally walked away from the 360. I'm like, thank you. You've been a wonderful console. I sat my you know my first gen 360 on the shelf and and patted its head and. He's like, you know, was I a good console? No, you were the best console. And, <laughs> you know, and just like, you know, yeah, well, because, I mean, I, I was one of the ones that, you know, that I was lucky to survive and not get the, the red ring of death. So, you know, that was a, that was a big thing for that console. So it got it got put up on the shelf and it, it remains there to this day. So, I mean, like, I'll never get rid of the 360. The 360 is... Oh, it's like, it's like a, the, the, a 64. It's like, a, like, you can't get rid of it. It's nostalgic at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the process of rebuilding a, 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 a 64. I've got to replace the motherboard in one because I've got some, I got some old Zelda games that need some fucking time. Or uh, freaking 007, one of the classic. That's... That's what I think that might have been the original shooter I played. That might have been the original shooter. Lots of our, our generation played. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I don't really remember anything. Uh, let's see, through the through the SNES, there was really not a shooter per se. I mean, I guess technically the the, the first first person shooter I ever played would have been Duck Hunt. But uh, that's a shooter. Yeah, I, I know that's kind of yeah, I know that's kind of a cop out when well, you go when that route. When you're but, talking you know. about like 2D way back then, I mean, what else is a shooter supposed to be? Yeah, you know, there was another game that that came out for the um, uh, I, what 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 was that gun called? The the NES gun. It it had a it had a special name for uh, it. Uh, um, there was another the power gloves too. Yeah, the Zapper. yeah, I had those, but the yeah, the Zapper. That's what it was. Um, there was another game that came out uh, came out that used the Zapper. That was like a trick shooting game. That was that was based in like you're kind of at a carnival. You're kind of uh, like a West Saloon trick shooting type stuff. And Jesus fuck, that game was fun, you know. And I yeah, feel I, I know I'm in the, for the, the Zapper. Mid- I just looked it up. I think you're talking about yeah. Parker Bale's trick shooting. Is that it? I believe that's what it was called. I, yeah, I had that and, and uh, I had that in Duck Hunt. But I, I know I'm in the majority when I say this because there's so many people that didn't know this when the game came out. But I I want to go back and play an, uh, play Duck Hunt with an SNES or excuse me with an NES, and you know that you plug in the player two and you can control oh, the ducks. Yeah. No one, no one knew no, that, no one knew when, that at, at that at that at that yeah. time. Uh, that was, and if, and if you yeah. say you knew it, you're a goddamn liar. Yeah, you knew later. Um, you didn't know at the time. Yeah. Nobody knew at the time. I want to go back and play Duck Hunt on the uh, on the NES with the Zapper, which you can't fucking do anymore unless you've got a tube type television, which you know the vast majority of the human population no longer has that. So I mean, you can't even really play that, you know, in, in that in that style format no, anymore. You got to get all kinds of converters and wires and this and that, and like. I, I don't. I don't think you can at all because I don't believe that 
the zapper will will read the television like it did because it was all based on that oh, yeah that tube type to television yeah i don't think it'll that, work you right. know it has to yeah 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 i don't i don't believe it even works at all anymore so i mean unless you have that type of television or access to that type of television i don't think you'll ever be able to play that play that game ever yeah. again and if that's if that's the case i mean i could be wrong there could be you know something like you said there could be some type of converter or something you know that will allow you to use you know modern day flat screen televisions but i i just don't believe you're going to be able to and and that means that that's the death of a media that people really need to experience i mean if you didn't try to shoot that fucking dog at least one time <laughs> are you really a gamer how did he fucking laugh at you <laughs> yeah yeah with his hands over with his paws That's over his original mouth original troll yeah and i fucked fuck, <laughs> yeah fuck that dog <laughs> you know but yeah but i think other than that yeah i mean golden eye was was way up there and we even have talked about this you know going way back to you know the early episodes of the show we talked about joanna dark with perfect yeah. dark you know, which was the, you know, the, 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 the developers next attempt at first person shooters, which they fucking succeeded, oh, great. Well, you know, at moving forward. And then, they yeah. And then uh, with the rumble pack. Oh man. The, the, it really was. The rumble pack was hugely revolutionary in gaming because it gave you direct feedback. Like you, you knew when you were shooting, you knew where you were getting shot. And I mean, that's something that, that, that's not even that, that's a standard in video gaming now. Like you have you know, a vibrations uh, system inside the controllers. Yeah, that's not even a no brain. I mean, it's just, you don't want to think about yeah, it. Yeah. That's, that's like, yeah, that's like, what are you doing right now? Well, I'm converting oxygen to CO2. Like that's the, the, the rumble pack did that for the gaming industry. Yeah. I wonder when I know we're going to hit it, but I wonder when and what it's going to be the next revolution change in, in gaming. I mean, everyone thought it would be VR, but that never really took off quite like they thought it was going to. I don't think VR is ready. I I, I, I do. I will say that I think VR is the the next when step. Get it right. Yeah, I still think it's. Yeah, I I don't think they've made the step yet. Like, um, I, I really, but that's it's it's virtual reality, and to this day, I still want. Uh, that movement system where it's got the, the harness and shit and you stand and as you, you walk, it moves the little platform underneath your feet so you can like run and move and yeah. stuff and, and stuff like that. And I think the price, I, I, that is something not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, just like with any of this stuff, it all, it all falls under Moore's law. It'll, it, it will eventually get cheaper and more technological. Yeah. And it'll, so I, I think that'll be, it'll, it'll be like the futuristic movies. How that's like ready player one. That's how everyone plays video games. Yeah, which is you know super super advanced VR. Yeah, we'll, so we'll get there. It, I, we might be it's, it's gonna it's in gonna like come in a nursing home. Yeah, give me hand me the VR goggles. <laughs> yeah, well you know and that's fine because uh, the years ago um, before um, the, the my my father and I run in the business we 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 run now I worked for a medical a medical equipment yeah. company and which took me into nursing homes and places like that on a regular basis. And when the Wii came out, were they playing it? Yeah, they, they had a, yeah, they had a, Wii set up in like the common room of one of the nursing homes that I, that I would visit. And, uh, you know, they would do Wii bowling and Wii tennis and Wii baseball. And, you know, the, the, the residents loved it. <laughs> you know, it, it was 
I mean, it was super simple. You know, you just pull the trigger, roll your hand forward, release trigger, you know, ball rolls down the alley, hits pins. So, I mean, it wasn't like super rocket science to figure out. It wasn't, it wasn't 10 buttons and, and triggers and sticks like you see in, you know, a, 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 what we would consider, yeah, what we would consider a major console like a, a Xbox or a PlayStation. It was very, very simplistic. You know, the graphics were simple. I mean, the Wii, I think, was very revolutionary. It was. In the way it, yeah, in the way it allowed people to uh, to, to interact with their gaming system. And then you see, you know, the Nintendo came out with something cutting edge with their, with their infrared, you know, motion sensing technology. And then you immediately saw PlayStation and Xbox jump on board with it. Mm-hmm. And even though, yeah. even though I think they did that, I think they did it better. And, you know, it's still not going to be as good as what we saw right out of the gate with, with Nintendo. No, like, they, I mean, my, they've done it. They did it again with the switch portable, like really good gaming. The, the, the Vita was really yeah. good. Like it was all right. But uh, I mean, and the, switch isn't fantastically perfect either but like the way that it's taken off the switch has outsold the ps4 in japan now i would like an opportunity to 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 spend a few weeks with the with the switch because there's some games i really want to play i want to play that zelda game and i really really want to play the pokemon games yeah it's like they have so many as a as a kid that grew up with with pokemon cards man this is like the golden era of pokemon and i remember when i was a very young adult and probably less than young adult thinking that the fucking pokemon cartoons were the golden age of pokemon god damn <laughs> between uh between pokemon go and what they've done on the switch and what they've done with the detect- with detective pikachu which if you have not seen detective pikachu not. And are, well, first off, are you a fan? Are you a fan of Pokemon? Do you like Pokemon? Yeah, almost as much as I like Ryan Reynolds. Then, <laughs> if that, if you, if you just casually like Pokemon, I've described this movie to people and say this is this is a fan job. This is a hand job to the fans of Pokemon. And when that when this movie climaxes, you too will climax yeah. and it is beautiful i mean it's fun a fan job yeah yeah you get a, you go get a fan job because you know it really is when you walk away from it go like you know this was the movie that i it was everything i wanted this movie to be like when you go see when you go see Endgame, or when you watch game of thrones or when you watch episode nine of star wars you're gonna walk away going god i wish they would have done that i wish they could have done this you know i hated this you walk away from pokemon going that's pretty much what I wanted. Perfect. I need to see it. You though. know, sounds like my type yeah, of movie. It's so, yeah, it's 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 mildly predictable. the The cinematography is beautiful. The way they they the way they treat the Pokemon is absolutely gorgeous. Like the one they you know, the way they portray them in the yeah. movie. Um, well, yeah, it was they, like they, I said. It was like, a, it was. A, I never stopped to imagine what a Pokemon would or like what Pikachu would look like, or Lickitung or or uh, like yeah. I never stopped and thought, but when you see the yeah. trailer, you're like, oh yeah, that's exactly what they would look like. It's perfect. It's not like Sonic. There's, <laughs> oh God, it was Sonic. Sonic was so bad. It was so bad that the developers redid it and re-released it and said, hey, we get it. We understand that you know you didn't like the way Sonic looks, so we're going to make it better in the movie. I can't believe that. And you're like, well, well wait a minute. 
why didn't you just make it look good in the first place? Like, did you guys not screen this to people that weren't being paid by the studio? Could you have not brought in 10 people off the street that are like late? Well, what you do is you walk up to someone on the street and go, how old are you? Oh, you're 33? Okay, please come with me. Is this a good Sonic? You know, and <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That's all you got to do. That's all you have to do. If the person is in their uh, early to mid-30s, that's all you have to do is just say, oh, oh, okay. And you just like, here, come with me. You're like, don't, don't, don't argue with me there. I will, I will buy you a fucking frosty. I guarantee the fucking machine is going to work. I got you fam. And you bring them in and you sit them in front of the TV screen or the movie screen and show Sonic. And then just like make them watch two minutes of test footage. Yeah. And then you hand them, you hand them a frosty and a thing of French fries and while they're sitting there like dipping the fries in the frosty and go, Hey, what did you think of, what did you think of Sonic? And they go, Oh man, that was Sonic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, I didn't realize that was Sonic. And then they'd be like, Oh dude. Okay. Get it. And that's all you would have had to done. You would have been out one ninety nine at best. You got a dollar for the French fries, 99 cent frosty. You are fucking done. And everything you need to know about your, 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 your audience is done because just like, with Detective Pikachu, you make it PG so all of the all of the older generation millennials can take their children to go see it, and those without children can still go to see it. Like everybody can go and see this movie. You do the same thing with Sonic, so you you, know, you do stuff to make the, the kids will enjoy it. You put in funny stuff for the adults to enjoy it. You you oversaturate it with nostalgia, and you're like, boom, done. But like, what the fuck did they do with that movie? Like that trailer looks like. Dog that shit. Terrible. That, you bring up a good point, though, that I kind of wanted to talk about anyways. The almost uh, like fan, I don't know. This is the word I'm going to use for this. Fan entitlement uh, on, on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, social media, internet, online, Reddit yeah, in general. Whatever. How like when something's not perfect the way they wanted it, they're going to complain. And I feel like you brought up a good point of how to get around that and how so many things have gotten around that in years past that nobody does anymore. Nobody, and we're, we're talking about video games specifically now, not movies. Uh, nobody does betas anymore. Have you noticed that? No, not true betas. Yeah, not no, true they betas. Do like a, they, um, they do a, the, you know, air quote beta like a week or two before a game comes out. That's not a beta. That's, that's that's a that's a testicle fluffing. That's 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 not a beta. That that yeah. Well, well, they're they're using it. They're they're not using it for the right things. They're only using it for hype. You know, workload. You know, well, hype hype one and workload on the server, and that's it. And then what kills me is that they they their their beta servers are completely overloaded. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna really fucking look at Destiny over this <laughs> and uh, Master Chief Collection too. Um, you know, they put out this beta and they let people play it, and nobody can get fucking online because everybody and their brother are trying to get online. And then here comes here comes release day, and they release the fucking the game, fucking and coming. they're like, yeah, and like we don't understand why we have all these issues with people trying to connect. The servers are full. What the fuck are you? Yeah. You, yeah. you literally saw this was an issue. Like, how do you not see this as an issue? 
Uh, but no, they, they, I agree. They need to go back and they need to do alphas and True betas. True alphas they and betas. Absolutely. Closed do. alphas. You, True. you invite a few people True. in. You do the initial server testing. You you get Agreed. initial feedback from those true fans that knew about your game and signed up early, which I'm going to talk about in a second, a game I just signed up for that I doubt a bunch of people have heard about. But uh, like sign up. They're your true fans. They must know about your game. They did all this. You do the alpha testing. You get feedback. Yeah. Like like you said, the Frosty, the the Cone, you, you give them something and they give you a little, nah, that doesn't look like Sonic. Or nah, that, this doesn't play like Halo or... Or no, yeah, yeah. Uh, the sliding is kind of weird. And like, w- why, why are you nerfing all the year one weapons? I mean, stuff like that. You get that feedback. You get that coming in. Then you release a true public beta again, at least six months before your game's planned to release. Because if something's fucked up, oh yeah, 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 at yeah, least if something's really bad, really fucked up. I mean, and props to Halo Five again. We've already talked about this. Halo Five had a good first year. And part of that's from the beta because they fixed a lot of issues. Uh, could have been better, you know, core game types, uh, no sprint, blah, blah, blah. But uh, like at least six months out, like get a feedback. Let us play your game. And I was just talking to my buddy about this today at work that I work with. I was like, uh, why don't they do betas and not just betas? If they want to do these half-ass, you know, quote-unquote betas that they are doing, they why don't uh-huh. they why don't they have them for every game that comes out? It should almost be like a mandatory thing. Microsoft should be like, if you want a game on the Xbox, you have to have a beta test and meet a, a certain quality standard to have your game on the Xbox. And I, 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 I guess not yeah. for every single game, like every single arcade game that comes out. Triple A yeah. titles. If you, if you are a, if you are a triple A developer, developer, if you know, you're, if you are the Bethesda's, if you're the rock stars, if you're, uh, if you're the Bungie's, uh or you know pick your pick your favorite if you have a thousand uh, servers and a a player base of at least a million or two million players you're you're up there you have to beta test and give our audience a good experience on your game yeah or at least give them an experience on your game before it comes out because i mean it really is and and i think that would go a long way in fixing a lot of the issues with the communities in general. Well, the thing about you it know, is they got, they're no longer entitled. This is what you asked for. We did the beta. We did the alpha. We tweaked it to the way you guys ask, asked us for. So then when it comes out, if it's still messed up, they they can no longer get on Twitter and go, bah, 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 keyboard warrior things. It, it's already been tested yeah, and it, it's been tweaked to how the community wanted. Now there's going to be a dividing community as far as competitive versus casual. And that's on every single game. I don't care if it's a shooter, a racer, a platform. If it's a, if it's a PVP game, you're going to have casual versus yeah, competitive. They're going to have different say, but you're going to have a larger audience. Now it can be argued that I would almost say call duty is leaning more competitive than casual. I wouldn't be surprised if there's more competitive type players playing Call of Duty than there are, you know, a Sunday Bob just hopping on. I'm going to shoot some stuff. I mean, maybe not. The It's definitely not like that on Halo. Halo is way more casual. Uh, Destiny, I'd say, is almost probably 50 50. Uh, but they have their own playlists. Yeah, now that, now, that, now that D2 has instituted, you know, private games. Yeah, you definitely but, have a very nice contingent of, of, compet- of competitive yeah, play. Yeah, but what Destiny 2 does is they separate them out in playlists. 
you don't you don't segregate right. them from you know dictating how the entire game is you say well this is your playlist competitive people you get trials here's a beta how trials plays how do you like it and if they decide yeah it's great yeah. okay that they don't get a fucking complain when trials comes out because they like the beta and it was an overwhelming you know mostly positive experience Something. Right, you know, well, you know, you go back. All they have to do, if they want to fix competitive versus casual play, they need to go back and but and dust off those those dusty old three sixties and spend ten hours playing Halo Three. <laughs> yeah, because there will ne- there will never be a better segregation of community than that than what Halo Three did with their competitive or ranked matches versus their social matches. And they made that very clear. This is if you're a social player, a casual player. Yeah, and now that one's playlist. blurred and if Halo you want 5, to see if you're that's the best, one of the big problems. But I mean, we'll I mean, we've said that right. Times, so. Well, <laughs> I don't as a as a casual player in these types of game in these types of games. I I don't want to keep people from playing um, the game how they want to play it, but. If you, I, you as need, a casual you need gamer, better playlists, if, but not only that, you need better matchmaking within all playlists. If I'm hardcore and no, I want to play just regular ass Team Slayer, not MLG settings, just regular ass Team Slayer, and Halo tries to do this, they're one of the better ones, I would say. Uh, there just needs to be better matchmaking overall. So, and across every game, we keep going back to Halo because you know I think we have the most hours, the most experience with that. So that's why we compare everything to that as far as matchmaking goes. But I don't, I don't know. But they they need to do betas again. I don't know why the it's leaned away from that. And instead, what it has become is oh, we'll just patch it and fix it later. And if you guys complain enough, which again, not only are you saying yeah. that it's okay to complain. Uh, like the Sonic movie, you said it's okay to complain, but you're also saying, "Oh, it'll also get you results." So it's going to instigate even more yeah. complaining and whining. Oh, absolutely! Well, it's going to it's going to instigate a a segment of uh, television show fans to create a fucking online petition <laughs> that had near a million signatures on it. To I'd make... rather not answer that. Oh wow, my my Alexa decided she doesn't to get involved. Want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't want to talk about it. You know, to to get in to get involved, and you know, a million people have signed this to sign this petition, and then to turn on it and realize that, like, I hate to break this to you guys, and I hope, I hope there's at least one person that listen that's listening to this episode that signed that stupid fucking petition. Like, you do realize that a million people signed this petition, and the episode seven, the episode seven, or not it was episode. episode I'm sorry, six. how many episodes did they do? No, okay, so it went episode five because it was the episode before the last yeah. episode. So the people, the, the, there was forty six million people that watched that? the episode. They watched episode five on the night it released on that Sunday night. By the time episode seven came out, there was eighty some million people had watched that episode. So you are you are uh, near one percent. If you go off the if you go off the Saturday before the last episode drops, there was eighty some million people had watched the previous episode. So you are about one point two percent of the people that watched that episode were so angry they signed a petition. Yeah, one in every one hundred people that watched that episode signed a petition. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Yeah, and this is kind of the point I wanted to segue to in, anyways. 
the whole whining culture and we'll 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 uh how much time we got left greg it's like 20 minutes or so uh yeah i would say yeah craig says you've got about 12 minutes all right well we'll uh we'll segue over to that then uh so uh game of thrones spoilers ahead if you watch that silly dragon show uh, we're gonna talk about it. So this is your this is your time to skip the next the last ten minutes of this episode. Cut back in the last few minutes. Listen to the outro or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which the uh, Craig did a fantastic job yeah. putting together the outro on Beautiful the last job. one. I loved good job, it, Craig. Uh, I'm sure he'll yeah. have a good one again this time. If not, he's fired. Fired. Get out of here. Shit. Do it myself. No, I won't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was sitting going, no, you won't. So how many of your predictions were correct well, here, going into the last episode? Well, here's the thing. Uh, why I like Game of Thrones in the first place, which they pretty much get to right out of the gate, episode one, when uh, the sister and brother are doing their thing and they shove a kid out of a window and episode one ends and you go, oh, that fucker's dead. Like right out of the gate. Unexpected, yeah. did not see that coming. I I love when I have no fucking clue what's gonna happen. I don't like shows where like I'm like, all right, it's we're doing the thing again. There's so many shows that just kind of <laughs> milk the same thing over and over, and they somehow make it to 15 seasons, and you're like, holy cow, Supernatural's still on, and you're like, yep, yeah, they're doing the same thing every episode. It's fucking Scooby Doo syndrome. Yeah, uh, like I don't. I get that, like, you love that universe and you love that thing. Like, that's not fun for me. I want to, I'm, I'm watching that shit to be entertained. I'm not watching it just because, like, I set aside an hour every day to fucking, I'm bored. I'm going to watch something, you know. Well, that, that's, that's how I felt with Game of Thrones. Like, all these people screaming about it. All I can see is Russell Crowe screaming, Are you not entertained? <laughs> Like, how can you not be entertained? Incredible. You know, there was so many things that, yeah, so many things went down that, that last episode. Uh, you know, to me personally, some of them were predictable, but just because they were predictable doesn't mean that they were not entertaining. Yeah. Like, well, some when, stuff's you know, predictable when you see, and some when, stuff's not. And, but, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, anything that happens but in anyway. any TV show, you never know everything. But in most other TV shows, which this is another thing that's great about Game of Thrones and a lot of other shows that are doing it now, you, you're like, oh, these are the eight main characters. They're going to live forever. In Game of Thrones, nope. You don't fucking know. They could kill anybody at any time. I mean, even, even if, uh, you know, even if Martin himself comes out and says, oh, I, you know, I told my wife I wouldn't kill Arya or whatever. You still don't know watching the show how right. fucking crazy it is. You're like, no, they could kill Arya at well, any see, that's, moment. And I see that, that I was having the conversation with Lady Q. Um, we were talking about that because she loves Arya and has loved Arya before Arya became a badass. <laughs> uh, she, she's always been know, badass. And you know, she's like, yeah, and I was like, you know, there's a decent possibility they could kill off Arya. Oh no, 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 no! You know, uh, 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 George Martin, G R GRM said that, um, you know, his wife made him promise that he wouldn't kill off Arya. I'm like, yeah, she made him promise yeah. that they wouldn't kill off Arya. That's just nothing. Yeah, not D and D. You know, and we get to see what they wanted to do with the show in seven and eight. 
Well, that's what's and so great about it. You had no me, idea. You had the doubt in your mind. Yeah. But it's not like every other show where you're like, well, well, they can't kill Sam and Dean. And even if they do, they'll come back. I mean, even like even going to Marvel that they've just now started doing in some of their newer movies. Marvel's always been these are the heroes. They might lose. They might win. But these are always your heroes. And then, you know, and then they come out with Infinity War. And they're like, oh, we killed off a bunch of them. And everyone's like, what? Oh, it's exciting now. Shit yeah. happened that I had no fucking clue. Only, it came out of left field. Not only did they, not only did they kill uh, two major characters. Huge spoiler. They spoiler. also took another... Yeah, huge spoiler. Yeah, if you, if you haven't seen fucking Endgame by now, you're a piece of shit because this is still at least a week or two before this comes out. So <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear it from you. So that being said... You know, they took two major characters and killed them, and then they turned around and took another major, major, major character and said, here is – even though he's not a human, look at the humanity in this guy. Look at – this guy was reduced to depression because he felt he had failed and no longer felt that he was worthy, and we – we made him very human. What does a human do when they're depressed? They isolate themselves. They treat themselves like shit. shit. They get fat. <laughs> and at the end of the day, he still reached out and he's still fucking worthy. And that's a huge, huge statement to people that do suffer from depression and suffer from anxiety and suffer from yeah. They finally show things like failure and vulnerability. And someone that's, you know, forever been as, oh, he's a god or he's invulnerable, he's a hero, nothing ever bad happens to him. They finally, I mean, they've always had a little bit here and there, but movies uh, are finally coming around to stuff like that. And it's just, that's right. what makes it fun and entertaining again. I, I can't stand watching a show that's Scooby-Doo and you're like, oh, they're going to be something that happens. They're going to catch the guy and the episode's over. All right, woo! Let's watch that fucking yeah, 140 yeah. times. Very, very Sam and Dean. I really like that analogy. Yeah, and and like I, and, and like, I go note. back to what's the first disappointment of the season, uh, of this season. So the White Walkers, the build up from season one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, yeah. Winners coming, winners coming. The very first episode, uh, fucking, you're crazy, you're nuts, you know, off with his fucking head. There's no way he's lying, blah, blah, blah. Then winter's coming, winter's coming. Fucking evidence. Fucking Sam kills one. Like, holy shit, they're real. Fucking we got to convince Cersei, all this shit. And then just out of nowhere in one fucking episode during a huge battle, I mean, thousands of people died. Most of the fucking Unsullied and almost all of the Dothraki. Like, sure, they died. But fucking yep. Arya, bah, fucking badass. Swippity swap the fucking dagger. And he's gone, and everyone's like, "What? That's it?" Well, yeah, no, number that's not number it. one. I mean, there's a huge arc there, and it just came to a point quicker than you thought it would. But <laughs> uh, well, see, what gets me is you have uh, you, you have the Dothraki that we were at the end of that episode. There wasn't a single fucking person on the planet that thought a single Dothraki survived. And then... Well, there was a few that, like... Number two... Back. Yeah, but still, I mean... Yeah, okay, I mean, just, just a handful of like, them. They're fucking gone. Yeah. They're wiped out. Yeah. And then the other issue I had is... Who? Find me a military general <laughs> from any era of humanity. Any era. I don't care which one you pick. Find me one that will use their fucking cavalry 
not only before their infantry, but before they use their artillery. Like anyone, like there's not one that exists. Like all of the fucking military decisions that were made in everything that happened leading leading up to and post those engagements, everything was done wrong. And, and I don't understand why or how they, you know, well, I, I have my led, issues with how this, this, this season they're was written, also led by Jesus. Come on. Yeah. Well, they're also led by Daenerys, not John. You notice the battles that John was in, even ones that he barely won, they did a lot better. But then you get leaders, John, well, you know. Well, not really, though. Not really, because if you think about it, the Battle of the Bastards, he is he damn near lost that one. And then you, yeah, and then you look at how this, how the long night went. They essentially lost that one. If it wasn't for outside interference, well, then you go on to the, the Battle in the North where he faced the king, or the, the Night King the first time. If it wasn't for outside interference, John would have not have won these battles. And then you look at, when you, when you look at the Battle of King's Landing, up to Daenerys going mad or justifying what you know, I, I've I have a I have a, um, a coworker of mine who we've we've argued back and forth whether or not Daenerys went mad over the the ringing of the bells yeah. and all that. But everything up until that point were excellent military decisions. You have a goddamn dragon, use it, you know. And, and then the decisions, lead, you know, you post that with when when she's attacking the ships, which needed to go, she's attacking the, the city walls, which needed to go. And then once those wall, walls fell, then you send your troops into the, the heart of the city. You know, those like every single decision that was made in that battle was exactly the way any, any marginally competent military commander would have made. But everything else that Jon Snow has ever did totally not military intelligence at yeah. all and you know so i mean depending and then how you get into the whole like how, was how nitpicky you get though i mean yeah it makes absolutely no sense to throw the dothraki out and that's obviously written for tv especially for the fucking cinema cinematics of it and the shot of like the lights going yeah out. the um yeah the lights if going you go out. back and get yeah. nitpicky enough i could pick stuff out of almost every season that's like okay but yeah, oh, I yeah. agree with that. No, I agree with perfect, that. It, it, even it's though just... Breaking Bad came pretty close, but I can nitpick the shit out of Breaking Bad as well. Agreed. Because I went back and rewatched Breaking Bad. It's nowhere near as special as the first time you watch it, especially the last, you the last watch... three episodes where they shouldn't have had those last three episodes. It should have been one fucking episode. Go, go and watch Deadwood. Deadwood has been fun to watch. I, to watch. I don't know what it is, but. It's it's a it's a it's a western. It's a um, it's a modern western. It, it's actually really really good. I have to look it up. I'll look it up after this. Yeah, it's HBO. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's oh, on HBO. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. <laughs> what do we say to HBO tomorrow? <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> right. But that that's all. That's yeah. But no, my no. whole argument is like yeah, no show's been perfect, and if I get nitpicky enough, I could pick apart any show. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of uh, shit, and, and, and there and, was bigger problems maybe this season. But uh, the whole conclusion and the whole the cinematics was fucking incredible this season. Absolutely. Well, I was I was explaining this to a friend of mine, and I, and I said, you know, when you see the when, when you watch all of this all of the episodes through the entire series, and then you watch six and seven or or seasons um, seven and eight, you definitely get that feeling that. 
things change drastically in seven and eight, and then somebody prompts you and says, hey, that's because the, the books ended at season six, and it's up to D&D to figure out seven and eight, and then you watch season seven and season eight, and you're like, eh, do they really know what they're doing? It really doesn't feel like there's any continuity to it. And then when you look at the continuity just between seven and eight, and then you watch the final episode of eight, uh, I feel like when they realized that it was they were on their own for those two yeah. seasons, they sat down, just the two of them, maybe at dinner, maybe in a boardroom, just the two of them. And they, the very first thing they said to each other was, nobody wins the throne. And like, we don't care how we get from where we're at at the beginning of season seven to the season finale, series finale of, of Drogon burning the, the throne or maybe not burning the throne, but you know, to that throne not being achieved by anyone, how do we get there from here? And then that's what they did is they filled everything in between. Yeah. I'm because sure I feel like after watching the series, especially because yeah, they, I feel like at the series they, finale, that's they had the little conversation with George. And said, how is it going to end? And he said, well, you know, and he doesn't even know that endings are fucking hard, especially when you got a huge, epic, crazy world like he has. Why do you think it's taking him so fucking yeah, when long to got- write his book? It's it's not that he types fucking half a word per minute. It's that he's trying to fucking work it out. It's a thousand pages. <laughs> like, the, you know, each, like each, each book is like a thousand pages long. So, I mean, yeah, well, and he's still trying to you work know, that's that a shit lot out of story to tell. Head. And they, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll agree. They could have easily stretched it to more seasons. And, but at the same time, I also probably, well, maybe not because I really like Game of Thrones, but I I don't want them to catch that syndrome either where you're like, okay, I see, you you know, this is going to stretch out and keeps going and all that's, that Mm -hmm. battle takes this long. Yeah, they definitely rushed a couple of things. I'm not denying that maybe they could have just made this season 10 episodes long and called it good instead of stretched it to like another two, three seasons. Like a lot of people called for, it was definitely a little bit rushed. I'm not denying that. I'm, I'm only defending the fact that like the way that it wrapped up was pretty good. And for the most part, when you think back, other than the few little weird nitpicky things, the few little, decisions that make absolutely no sense like when john's just on the dragon just chilling on the wall for no fucking reason and just hanging out like uh do something do you know the fucking stick figure meme where he's poking the thing do something (laughs) (laughs) hey do something i i I only i i do i will say that i'm left with a number of questions and as a as a fan of science fiction, as a as a fan of, of of fantasy, and as a fan of role playing games, I can fill in the blanks pretty well in my head. Yeah, but, but for the most part, it was pretty one, damn good. One, yeah, I I really feel like I'm left with one question, What's that? and I I have one major question and about twenty five minor questions. <laughs> but my number one question to this to the ending of that show okay. in the last season. Was was Cersei really pregnant? Because fetal alcohol syndrome says she wasn't. <laughs> because yeah, probably not. I mean that as a fan of wine, and I am 
a total fan of wine. Wasn't she drinking wine um, in the fucking last episode? She she drank wine from episode it was uh, season eight episode one to see to season eight episode six. I have seen the like that girl did not. Like, she didn't put a glass of have wine. You seen down. the wine count thing that has from every episode of Game of Thrones. Tyrion, yeah, yeah, Tyrion yeah, has her yeah. beat by quite a ways, but yeah, she did drink wine a fucking a lot. <laughs> My biggest question, which the funniest thing, uh, almost all of the people arguing and complaining about this episode, they had no fucking problem with one of the biggest things I had a problem with. Uh, okay, Dragon the dragon is an animal. Animals yep. are really fucking smart. Dolphins are really fucking smart. How did he not just fucking kill John? I get the whole symbolism of melting the fucking See, chair and like this and that. Why did I, he not kill I, John and melt the chair and fucking leave? I well because it wasn't John that John physically killed Daenerys, but it was her desire for the throne that killed yeah. her. Because but Dragon's not when, smart enough to figure out you, the fucking politics of the whole thing. He didn't know that that was the throne well, that see, she I, was fighting for. So, all right, I, coming back to the like where I said a few minutes ago, I'm a fan of like high fantasy <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, and I, I really am. I I disagree with when you say that he doesn't know. I totally believe that Drogon knows. Because dragons are some of the most super intelligent creatures in all of fantasy. And when you look at Smaug from Lord of the Rings and I guess when you look at it from the the really fantasy fu- type of thing and you go, Oh, they're super smart and fucking Smaug can talk. And- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well see, there's I, I there's another series that came out and if you're if you ever get a chance to read it, I cannot recommend it more. Because it is a billion times better than Lord of the Rings, or not Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. And if my wife was awake, she would come storming through the house to beat me with her high heels. Um, the Earthsea Chronicles are so better than the Harry Potter series yeah. because it's it, they, it's written by Ursula K. Le Guin. It was written during the time of the, the line, the, uh, the line, the witch, and the wardrobe during C.S. Lewis's time. Um, and it goes into detail of like how dragons are, they, they speak to you when they already know the outcomes, they speak to you in questions. Um, if you don't, if you come in with an impure heart, you're not going to understand what the dragon has to say to you, that type of stuff. Like dragons are on a different fucking plane of intelligence than humans could ever be on. And as a fan of those series is I, first off, I loved with the way they physically portrayed the dragons. And yeah. then mm-hmm. when he, when Drogon mm-hmm. destroys the throne, you're just like, it clicked for me. It was like, yeah, it wasn't, it may have been John that physically killed Daenerys, but it was Daenerys's decision in the, the, the next to last episode where John refuses to, to kiss her where she says, and you know, it's either, they're either going to love me or they'll fear me. And then she proceeds to kiss John and John won't kiss her yeah. back. And then she says something mm-hmm. along to like then, then it's fear. Yeah, well, that's part. That's of the moment where she made this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the decision. That that's the moment she made that decision. That she made that decision that she had to burn King's Landing to the ground because they have to fear her. Yeah. You, know, you had her well, closest see, allies. 
all yeah dead, all all you know? betraying and questioning her and like everything's and, falling apart for yeah. her and she's finally almost going to get what she yeah. wants but everything's all falling apart all around her like, see that part i and get she has to she has to burn the city she has to burn the city to achieve that but in achieving that level of fear she gives the other side enough ammo to betray her and turn against her so you know she she signed her death warrant the moment she began she began burning king's landing because i said watching that episode all she had to do was when she was perched and the bells are ringing and she realized that the fact that she could she could claim the throne the the throne was now hers all she had to do was fly up to the to the top of the red keep and burn cersei because she was standing right there getting drunk as fuck while yeah, pregnant. Yeah, she could have just done that. You know, but see, I get all, and done I, that. Get all that. And I guess, I guess I was downplaying how smart dragons are. Peg says we got to run. Yeah, I, yeah no, I, Craig is like screaming. I get it. I'm sorry. I, I haven't read as much fantasy, so I guess I'm looking at dragons as an animal and not like a mythical creature yeah yeah don't yeah don't don't look at them don't look at them as as just animals because dragons are like three steps above yeah, see, like you know like, like you were saying her whole downfall and falling apart there's so much to it yeah it was only six episodes but so much shit happened not even just that six episodes then last season how many times she begged oh, yeah. for for you know blood and for fear and Tyrion kept roping her in and saying no we, you don't want to be oh that. yeah he gave her the yeah. idea that she didn't yeah, want to be the queen of the ashes she never thought of that shit Tyrion planted that fucking seed oh see that's the thing they're like oh well you know i can't believe she turned out like what this like are you are kidding you, me show Look are you she, watching yeah anakin yeah, of yeah, course you anakin turned into skywalker or yeah. fucking darth vader yeah whoa what you know watching it, what did you what, think that little kid was gonna do when you fucking took his mom killed his mom fucking the person training him be, begins to question everything about him yeah. they won't make him a real jedi I and mean, it's the whole it's the same fucking story but for some reason you had no problem with all of a sudden in one movie he goes from being sweet Anakin to fucking Darth Vader, but you have a problem with Danny and fucking five seasons of falling apart. Fucking. <laughs> well, it's 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 the exact same thing because you know she said that she was going to kill you know, kill them, and then you see that with Anakin, and then you have this moment where both of them together, you know, can almost say verbatim together, "I didn't just kill the men; I killed the women and the children yeah. too." You know, they they both fucking did that. They had to make that. They ha- they had to as the as a character for their development they had to make these choices yeah that because you would not think- to me I don't get how they question that and were angry at that I can get like all the other things we talked about like I mean I know we're 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 yeah, kind of the fact that like, season eight I, we're wrapping this up really quickly trying to sum up what we're saying but <laughs> yeah there there was a there was a whole lot of other stuff there I mean I do have a lot of questions yeah. as to what um, happened. And what they're going to do, and 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 how how they how they came to those decisions. But the major plot points, for the most part, it wrapped up pretty well. And John and John oh, no. ended up back where yeah. he wanted to be. Arya where she wanted to be. Yeah. Stupid ass fucking Sansa bitch is right where she wants to be, and somehow is fine with like oh. there's only six kingdoms now. They're not could, it, but whatever. That's what they wanted. The Starks won. It started with the fucking Starks. It ended oh, with yeah. the fucking Starks. Fucking. Bran played everyone like a fucking fiddle the whole time because he he's the fucking three-eyed raven. He knew exactly what move had to be made at what time. He is my <laughs> he's my second question. 
he is my second question that I walk away with on that show, which was he said he said that he could not be a lord of Winterfell because he was the three-eyed raven. But I don't want to be a lord, but I never said I didn't want to be a king. Come on now. Come on. He's also he was the he was the memory. He was the memory and not the future. I th- I think he's also like barely like it even shows the way that he was barely in the, the meeting of the small council. Tyrion's basically the fucking king. Bran's not gonna do fucking fuck all. He's not doing shit. He just said, Yep, all right, if that's how we're gonna make the unsullied happy and that's how we're gonna do this, and Sansa's gonna get what the fuck she wants, and everyone's getting what she wants, and fucking Sam can shut up with his democracy and he has a water bottle by his foot in the fucking episode, and I don't understand <laughs> how the editors missed that shit. But <laughs> have you gone back and watched the episode since that? Uh, I, I don't know about I don't know about that episode, but the first uh, the first episodes or the first seat or the yeah, the first episode in the last season or this previous this season where the the the, the Starbucks coffee yeah. cup they've gone back and digitally removed the coffee oh, like cup. On the, the coffee cup is gone. The, I have yep. I I still have the original episode I watched, so they can't remove it from mine. But like if you read Yeah, if you watch if you there. go back on H if you go yeah, if you go back on HBO now or HBO Go um and you and you restream it, it's gone. The 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 coffee cup is gone and I guarantee, you know, the the water bottle will be gone. The fact that you know that uh, Jamie grew a hand back, all that is all that is gone. They they fixed all that. Like as soon as the internet was like, "What the fuck? Why didn't you see this?" Like, "Oh, see what? <laughs> you see nothing." Yeah. You know, you, you know, pay no attention to the man. Yeah, pay no attention to the man behind the curtains. Yeah, that, you know, move along. These aren't the droids you're looking for. And I don't think it was that they were rushing it. I think sometimes you just miss shit. Yeah. Well, when you have the people that were, when you have the same people that were filming it, that were going back and rewatching it, they're not looking for a water bottle. They're like, okay, did we get the lighting yeah. right? You well, know, do we do we do, looking, this person? Do we have this scene? Yeah. Okay, that goes into this scene. Okay, that. You don't. There's nobody on the crew. They're supposed to, the uh, the DP that's on site is supposed to fix that. None of the editors and rewatchers are ever going to catch that shit because they're looking for other stuff, like you're saying. There's no person. I mean, maybe maybe uh, the next fucking the prequels and shit they're doing. Maybe they'll do it on those. They'll hire a specific person. All right, you're the water bottle Starbucks person. You watch, (laughs) and you you just check. Every scene, every fucking pixel, every frame that's not going to be in our prequels. We're not having this again. But yeah, like you said, uh, that's not going to be a part of it. It, it fucking, it's not going to be there. But uh, we're going to pull a season eight and we're going to wrap this shit up because Craig's freaking out because we've gone like five minutes over. And we're trying to keep this to an hour. We don't want to be a drunken halo. Uh, we don't want to release six months between episodes anymore. And we don't want to go for three hours per episode. So uh any thank you for being understanding any final thought oh i have one final thought i have one final thing okay all right breaking news uh these are (laughs) these are things we didn't get to the all the news that happened so we'll have to cover these all before uh before uh e3 uh there's a free there's okay. a free Call of Duty Battle Royale game coming out. It's on mobile. Uh, the whole Treyarch Call of Duty debacle while we're talking about Call of Duty, uh, what happened and why another Black Ops is coming out next year, even though Black Ops just came out. Uh, Tfue, 
uh, one of the super popular guys in Fortnite suing phase uh, stuff around that. And then I want to talk about some betas that are that are coming up. And I want to talk about how I, uh, what lists and who I follow to find out about betas. Because I sign up for pretty much every beta and alpha that I possibly can. Uh, because of what we talked about in this episode, I like being part of that decision making and seeing how a game develops. But we'll talk about all that on the next episode. Uh, any final thoughts, Q? Oh, I have lots of final thoughts, but I think we can reserve all of my final thoughts for the next episode. Oh, all right. Well, shout out to Craig. Shout out to you. <laughs> shout Craig's. out, Craig. Uh, you, you are pigs. If you're listening to this, you're a politically incorrect gamer, and uh, we'll 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 catch you on the flip side, or whatever the cool kids are saying. Hi, Oreo.